disrespecting me because you're going to the gym with her? She's holding his. She's holding the other guy's hand while she does it. Babe, we're supposed to get ripped together. <laughs> We're, we're supposed so to get fucking swole. <laughs> we're supposed to be skinny legends. Ew. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, it's burnt. Oh, I am actually. What to do, baby? <laughs> I have energy. E B B. Kind of. E B B. <laughs> That was a good sound effect. Thank you. No soundboard needed on this podcast. <laughs> All right, um, we're back. I don't know what episode this is because I've been gone for like 15. two weeks. 15. 15. Oh, snap. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a sick number right there. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 15. I'm your host with the most tokes, Ralph Ramos. Tokes? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I think tokes is a word. It's a word. Don't. You could have said blokes. Oh, I've been Nairi would watch it and then... <laughs> Nairi's gonna watch this. Toke. The drawing of a puff from a cigarette or pipe, typically one containing marijuana! We have a special guest on the podcast today. I'm gonna let you introduce yourself. I'm Tara. We love Tara. Yeah. We do love Tara. I knew these guys in uh, high school. What was it? Like grade grade 11 for, you're, for you're, yeah for me with from yeah for you, me grade 12 and then I took a leap year and um decided to stay I think you were in 13 when yeah we, I wasn't no I was in I think I was in grade 12 when I met you guys well, was no, I? We were in grade I, I, oh yeah you're right you're, you're right you're right you're right so yeah, yeah yeah you're right uh so yeah I was in my grade 13 year and we met in um Men was it film class? Yeah, we met in film class, ah, and then, at first they were friends with my sister, and um, <laughs> they, at first they called me replacement Sheena. That's my sister's name. Is she and, okay with having her name exposed? I mean, no one's gonna listen anyway. So. Oh, it's oh. <laughs> a sick name drop. There's, <laughs> that's both a sick name drop and a really painful comment. So, but I have to thank her because like she introduced me to you guys, shout but out to pretty Sheena. much shout out to. Sheena. Oh, she did. Because we saw, um, we saw Moana, Moana together. Yeah. yeah, we did. Oh, tell tell them like the first thing that I said to you. So I think you were getting popcorn. Yeah, we were and getting I, popcorn. I met Sheena and Tara there, and I was like, when they um, film dossier, shout out Jeff Noel, sponsor our us. Local Oakville Theater. Hmm. So yeah, we're so um, we're we're gunning for two sponsors. We're gunning for Jeff Noel, and we're also gunning for Tomboka Ramen. Please. But please, Tomboka, <laughs> uh, please. We um. Anyway, so you came in and they were running, um, like clips of Christmas movies, um, to like get people into the season. And one of them was uh, a Christmas story. Christmas story. Where, and um, for those of you who don't know, there's a very classic scene where um, one of the kids licks a cold pole and gets his tongue stuck there. And I go, you know, that's actually like a more common problem than you think. And apparently, people actually have like significant tongue damage because oh, cool. people do it like imitating the movie. And then Tara, in one of the most incredible <laughs> moments of my entire life, just goes, the exact way she delivered this <laughs> quote was, "Well, you know, it's actually quite easy to get the tongue off. All you need is a hot liquid." I'm Tara, by the way. And just <laughs> like, ah, fuck what? Um, oh, that, that actually. Because like, yeah, like all you have to do is like, because where are most poles? They're near houses. In the like, north. To be fair, like it, it kind of goes with the washing your hands after going, like after you shovel the snow thing. Like people are more inclined to like use hot water when they're washing. 
you can use i'm pretty sure like if even if you just used like not tap cold but just like regular cold water i'm sure we could just get it off people when they when their hands are cold people like their first thought is to run under warm water you can't do that because it'll kill the nerves it's nerve damage um so like like i don't know i don't know exactly what it is it leads to like ms and shit i don't know for sure if that's true it leads to some sort of like things they're like, ah, oh, my hands are so cold. Let's. Well, like, yeah. Okay, then use like lukewarm pump. water. Fuck. Like, don't like don't pour boiling I think water. Technically speaking, you can <laughs> just like, yes, yeah, scold your tongue. Scald your it, tongue. Permanently damage it. You die, but at least your tongue's off the pole. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I love sour skittles. Right? Am I in? Am I in the way? Like, am I blocking you? I don't think so. Yeah, I think I'm gonna like, move back just like a tiny bit. It's so, probably better. <clears throat> so like, I love sour and. M&M's. So, sour sour M&M's. No. That'd be the most disgusting. disgusting fucking thing. That's actually sour terrifying. Yeah. Right? Sour yeah. Skittles. I love sour Skittles, yeah. but I once ate like two bags of them and I burned a layer off my tongue. You know? Yikes. When you ate I mean, two bags oh, of them. Oh, that happened to me once. Wow. Um, with a jawbreaker. Wow. Oh, I, yeah. I like licked yeah. a layer off my tongue. Yeah, literally that's that's what happened. But it, like only on this side because like I chew with this side, right? Like I chew a, with my left side. That's probably why I have sensitive teeth on like... Huh? How do you know that you like got a layer off your tongue? Like, was it like a th- well? Like, I say like I say like burned. Shit. It's raw and shit. I'd say yeah. like burned a layer off my tongue, but like really, yeah, I just like got blisters. Like, like you, you, like sour stuff does that to you. It gets like chalky almost. It gets like in, oh, and the next day that. it causes like red bumps and they're sore. You know, it have sucks. You never had have you, has this no. never happened? Have you never had like a canker sore or anything? Yeah. What? I don't know what a canker sore. Or like, have you ever eaten? You are so lucky. It's like a sore in the inside of your mouth, and the only way to get rid of it is to gargle salt water for the next couple days. It fucking sucks. For those of you who are listening to the audio podcast, Tara and I are just looking at each other, very confused that Ralph is. I know. Like, wait, I think I know what you're talking about, but I only only know what it is. It can happen if you like. I think it mostly happens because the acid. Yes. Yes. So like. Yeah. Okay. No, I know. I ate a lot of acidy foods, like a lot of like fruit and stuff as kids. I, I don't like tomatoes. I don't like pi- tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yeah. tomatoes. Because I love tomatoes. Yeah, I so love do I. That's why it would happen to me too. Yeah. Because tomatoes are like really highly acidic. Not like a lemon yeah. level acidic, but they do have. They're a pretty acidic. acidic. I once ate like a tomato like an milk. apple. <laughs> huh? <laughs> that reminds you. Really? Like, like an apple too. Remember no, that? I did that once I as a kid, and like the juice started. No, because they did it in holes. Don't, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, they do like, yeah. I'm so hungry. Yeah. Oh. They, they eat the onions. They, the yeah. juice like itched. It, it made my really hands sweet. itch, and as soon as I washed my hands, I was fine. I think, but like, I think of that scene often. Actually, I haven't seen holes. The last really? time I well, That's actually, the last time I saw holes was in elementary school, and I don't. I've read holes. Oh, I read yeah, holes, holes and apparently, one. it's like word for word for the book. So I'm all for it. It's pretty close, I think. Yeah, it's pretty. I remember one scene where it's like D I G. What does that spell? And then zero. Hits the guy over the head with the shovel, and then he goes, dig, and runs wow. away. No, that's a, that's, Amazing. That's Honestly, Amazing. that movie's hella dark. Like, if you watch it back, like, it's... Oh, yeah, no, like, I watched themes, it a few years ago. Themes are, the themes are dark. It's, like, the dialogue's kind of cheesy. It's presented kind of cheesy. But, like, also, like... Fucking John Voight. <laughs> and Sigourney Weaver. I mean, on the Christmas, like, the, the Christmas story... Is it Christmas story? Yes. That scene? Okay. I mean, I one time I licked a popsicle that was really cold, and my tongue got stuck to it. Well, yeah, but was... I bet like if you just breathed on it, it came off. Right? No, I had to like, I, I, I tried to. I almost like you know tried to do the stupid thing where you rip it off. Oh, classic! But like I like kind of pulled at it, and like my tongue like stretched out, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, mom. I was like, I was you like, have to, that's that's the time we have to bite it. You literally have to like bite. You have to like go in. It's like, oh. I think, actually, like. 
Um, Danielle can Danielle can account for this. She she always goes like, "Why do you bite your popsicles?" And I feel like I started biting my popsicles. Like after, I also know. bite my popsicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most, I feel like most people do. No, yeah. she always, no, she always, I feel she like that them. takes way so, too long. Danielle's <laughs> weird. Yeah, they're like, it's gonna melt shit. all over your hand. Like, yeah. <laughs> Danielle's like, yeah, Danielle's like, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, what's what's wrong with you? Covered in like. Here's the thing. Like, I have sensitive teeth. One back here and one on the bottom here, and it. Fucking sucks. Like I, oh, no, I can't eat cereal anymore because like huh? the milk, the, the milk is cold, right? It's cold and it hurts my teeth. Same with like some hot stuff and some sweet stuff. Like I'll eat a donut and like all of a sudden I'll feel like an ache, like a dull ache in my teeth. And I'm like, what is happening? Sensitive teeth really sucks. And like and no like actual sensitive toothpaste. I've tried Sensodyne. I've tried like Pronamel. I'm on Promant. On Pronamel. I'm like doing Pronamel, doing Pronamel. I'm like <laughs> using Pronamel. Okay, there you go. You're you go. snort um, no. Pronamel. It's <laughs> so like goopy up your nose. Oh, ew, 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 gross, 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 gross. At least your nose isn't sensitive anymore. Oh, yeah, also. Your nose won't get cavities? <laughs> I'm Christopher nose Bradley cavities. Cruz. I mean, oh, yeah, don't all noses have cavities? Nose cavities? Couldn't, these are cavities. Technically. Yeah. But well, yeah. Uh, how I'm, many I'm pencils can I stick in my face? Uh, I'm, I'm Chris. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I'm Ryan. Wow, that was a that was a long <laughs> intro. That was a solid intro right there. Yeah, I'm sorry, I oh, just skipped over my. Oh, also, we have someone in the moderator seat, but that's it's right. Not, it's not Danielle because because uh, she's she's yep. in the back. Can we we can see, yeah Chris 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 the other Chris uh, Chris go sign yeah he was, he was on he was on two episodes ago he's he's moderating now is he moderating now? Or is he just... He's half the, the time we just kind of Half the time we just kind of have someone in the corner and they're our moderator. But Chris is very busy right now making a Mario Maker level. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very, I'm very interested in seeing what this, this level is yeah, like. I saw him putting a bunch of those like flame things in the lava. Awesome. It sounds like it's going to be a, a, a grand old time. Sick. Yeah. What, what do we it's have? It's going to be a grand fucking golly time. <laughs> Hell yeah. What do we have today, Ralph? Ooh. No topics. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming out to the podcast. <laughs> All right, I should just go right now. Um, damn. Tea. You said you had right? one. I, I had one, but then like I thought of it, and I kept on thinking, like, damn, I don't know. Are you guys familiar with a man named Kawhi Leonard? Yes. yes. No. No? Oh, Terry. Oh, really uh, wait. Quickly. The, the people sitting outside Is that, that the guy hotel yesterday? I was going to bring yeah. it up. Oh, That's sorry, my topic. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, okay. I know, I know who he is. Listen, the I am really not... Angry. I am really, like, really not into sports at all. Like, even when... The, I was, like, rooting for them behind the scenes, but I didn't watch it. I didn't, like... I was oh, rooting, I didn't watch it. I was either. rooting... I was like, yeah. yeah. He literally, yes, that's, that was me the whole time. I just wanted the city to have sure a fucking victory, you? man. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. But yeah, yeah, I was at like the parade and everything. Oh my god, Sheena was at the parade. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, and she was like, and a couple of her friends, like her coworker friends, mm-hmm. you know, when that shooting broke out, oh, when yeah. like six people were shot, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, and of course, a stampede happened, and two of her coworkers got trampled, and they had to be taken to the emergency room for stitches. Shit, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. You were pretty close to that. Yeah, my you? sister. I, I went with my sister, but I separated with her. I went to the front with my friend, but then. As the shooting happened, like, I get a text from my sister, yo, like, meet me right now. And, like, mm-hmm. she was, like, I, I met her. She was at, like, in the area of the shooting. Yeah. Jeez. She was, like, with her friends, too, and she lost one of her friends in the stampede. That's and we had to find so her, scary, like, 30 dude. minutes after. Was she okay? Yeah, yeah, they ended up being okay. Okay. 
On, in lighter news, um, one of the greatest moments in modern Canadian history happened when Dougie Doug walked out in the entire fucking yeah, crowd. Oh, crazy. yeah. Fuck. Fuck. That was great. <laughs> Dude, I heard that on the radio, and I'm like, this is the greatest victory. This is better than this us winning the title. This is way better. Dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, he walks out. I've never seen, like, literally, like, what, three million people all go, boo. <laughs> How do you think, like, I didn't see... Cause did they show like his face during that? It was like a pretty new. It was him. Face. Like he literally walked out. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like behind I his fucked back. Up your whole behind lives. his back, like, he's just like this. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what does he have to flip us off about? Like he literally fucked over like millions of people. It's like Ralph. He should have walked out like. Sorry. <laughs> he's like you like, in every photo. Like, ha- like I have your money. Yeah. You know, like Basically. I still have like what? Yeah, like I worked at a uh, center for children with autism last summer and when mm. i heard about his changes to the like autism what was it like an autism the autism funding yeah someone like he was cutting funding he was cutting funding and laying programs. off workers what? and i was just i was livid and like because i worked with those kids and i know yeah. i've seen firsthand what living with autism what wherever you are on the spectrum is like it's difficult it's it's scary, but it's also liberating because, you know, I, I also have a learning disability for full disclosure. Of course, like I can't attest to having anything like autism, but I working at that job was difficult for me because I saw myself in a lot of those kids. And especially when I watched them like struggle with schoolwork, it's a lot of times like it broke me and I would go home and I would cry because I'm like, oh, my God, like these kids, like some of them are nonverbal. Some of them lack um, basic skills like going to the bathroom on their own, eating on their own, eating with a knife and fork. Um, but they still are deserving of, you know, all the basic care that they need, all of the basic um, schooling that they need. And the fact that he can just let go of these workers. And they, at the center that I was at, they do amazing work with the kids. I saw kids like, transform before my eyes we had a two and a half year old and he would come in and like scream cry like pretty much like for two hours and then months and months went by I was there for four months um because I worked over the summer and gradually I saw him like he didn't cry nearly as much and sometimes like he would like voluntarily go to the playroom you know and I remember like my coworker looking at each other like like, that's new. He's improving. Yeah, he's cool. He was Im- improving. And, like, even talking about it now, it makes me, like, kind of emotional because, like, as someone who knows what it's like to struggle in school and sometimes to struggle with, like, making friends and um, navigating the world, because the world is a scary place. It's a puzzle, like, that they and I still can't solve. And the fact that he could just let go workers who are there to improve their lives and like make them functioning not only just members of society just like people humans like these are kids and not just kids like these are adults with autism who are probably going to need care for the rest of their lives and the fact that he can let people go like that who are probably going to better their lives is just cruel it's just I, I can't even put it into words. It's I'm, so devastating. I've wanted to talk about Buckabeer for a really long time. I'm so sorry. Sorry? Oh, who's that? What's that? Buck of beer. Buck, what is that? Like the dollar beer thing. Yeah. Oh. So, when I first heard about Buck of beer, my interpretation of Buck of beer 
So this is how I see Buckabeer. Buckabeer is a good idea on paper. When you look at it and you think it's giving exposure and a lot of funding to local businesses, specifically breweries, which is an underdeveloped industry, especially in this area, in this area, which will therefore increase the local economy and increase an industry that has been really like highly a little more regulated than it is in a lot of other places. The answer to this question of where do we get the money is not cutting OSAF and healthcare. Yeah. I have not met one person that is like, listen, man, I fucking drink beer. Beer, beer is the best shit in the world. Yeah. How? What? What person goes? I love beer. Sorry, I love school, but I'll take the beer over. <laughs> what person? What person thinks? I'm going to make LCBO convenience stores and cut funding for students so they can get a higher education. You know who does it? A rich, pompous asshole who's had everything handed to him by his rich father and is now in a standing and a position that he can do whatever the fuck he wants without any sort of repercussions. I once saw this great sign because I was in Toronto and there was like a protest going on because of the cuts to the autism program and one sign, it made me laugh. I loved it so much. I saw a girl making it and it said, Doug Ford needs an IEP. Like, because you guys know what that is? Yeah, individual. Yeah, individual education plan. I've had one uh, since I was like seven years old and I was like, amazing. Amazing. A fucking amazing. Basically, for those who don't know, an individual education plan is... Um, it, it's kind of like uh, what it sounds. It's um, you get like extra attention, like you get um, extra uh, benefits. I, I guess I would say, like I got extra time on tests. I yeah. got like I, I, I got I got one on one with teachers. I got um, like a redu basically kind sometimes a reduced workload, especially in subjects like math and science and that kind of thing because math I, I'm still not gonna I still can't add very well in my head I can't I can't do that I I go to my mom but yeah. I can like count to five I'm so bad with math dude math I remember one day in high school like my first year of high school I've told this story before that in elementary school my grade 8 teacher came up to me once and said I was gonna fail in high school because I was having trouble in oh math. Oh my god. Legendary teacher. Then a few uh, last year she came up to me because uh, I was running like a mm -hmm. peer tutoring event, or like a peer student event at the school and a bunch of like grade eight students were there and she was there too. And she came up to me and she was like, oh my god, I missed you so much. And I was uh, like, fuck ah. out of here. <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> I, we were doing the play. <laughs> we were doing like the play at the time. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> and I kind of want, and she was like, oh, send me tickets and shit. And I kind of well, wanted to just, I kind of want, or like, or like send me an email when it's kind of like happening. I kind of wanted to just so you can be like, look how great I've done. Yeah. Eh, eh like, bitch. <laughs> I was so like, I remember I went home crying. Oh, And I went me. crying to my, my grandparents. Kids, you're a fucking teacher, you don't make kids cry. What? Yeah, right? Well, unless it's like out of out of love, like as I work at a childcare that's, center, but like that's different. That's not I know out that's of different. love by saying you're gonna be a failure. Yeah. I know, up. like you so never ever say that. I went to my grandmother that night and my grandfather, and I cried to them. And both my grandparents were teachers, so they were just like, "What?" <laughs> my grandfather was a principal for a short time, <laughs> and he was just like, "He's like, if I if I had to deal with that shit, someone's getting like, mm, goodbye, like, <laughs> yeah. fire, what the fuck." 
So he well, like, they can't get fired because like they're part of a union. That's so fucking dude. It's so such, fucking stupid. So they went to, like, um, the principal, my parents, or or like the VP, whatever, and they spoke to them, and they were just like, "This is completely fucking unacceptable." What kind of person goes to? I have an anxiety disorder too. Yeah. Did she know that your teacher? I don't think so. How so, How old were you? Sorry. I was fourteen. Okay. And I went up, and she went up to me, and she was like, like, she like called me out of class the next day after they went, and they called her out, and she goes, Ryan, um, I heard your parents came in to discuss some things, and I'm like, no, and I'm like sitting there like, oh my god, and she goes, I mean, I, I heard it was just about math, but if you need any more help in math, just tell me, and I'm like, why didn't you say that shit? When I was like in tears, she, oh, fuck, I hated her. She was a terrible person, and like. I, I, it makes me so mad, but she ended up being kind of right because I went into school the next year into like ninth grade. My Probably first, because she told you she, you were going to fail. So like, I also can't do math. I, the joke <laughs> I always make is I do four plus four in a calculator. Cause I'm like, what if it changed? <laughs> yeah. I took locally developed like below applied and, but, and for the first time, cause I had, um, Miss Squire, shout out to Miss Squire. She, she's probably not watching this, but like. Um, if you like, um, I learned more from her. I learned more from her in high school than I ever did in elementary school. I learned to do my fucking taxes in that class and I still have the books. So I remember, I don't know how to do my taxes. I'm fucked. You can learn it. Google's a a thing. You can calling my mom to do my taxes gang. (laughs) That's I mean, I, I probably still will call my mom to my do mom, my taxes. My mother called She's a fucking me. real estate lawyer. Like, this is what she does. My she mother called me one day last year, and she was just like, I'm doing your taxes. I'm like, ah, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, oh, my, God. my mom went with me to my doctor's appointment today. No, my mom still goes with me to all my doctor's appointments, because I don't think she trusts me. <laughs> yes, yes. My mom does not trust me. She loves me so much, but like... 21-year-old Tara. No, yes, 21-year-old Tara. It's not that she doesn't trust me. It's that, like, um, you know... Like she is, she's always helped me. She's always been like my yeah. my biggest support, yeah. and like um, my biggest fan. And I love her so much. Um, sometimes though, like um, my dad calls her Swambo, which is she who must be obeyed. <laughs> like wow. that sounds like something around. your dad would say. Oh my god! Yeah. Also, shout out to Sean Kennedy. Yeah, I was gonna who's do that. watching this? He just—he lo- literally just You're, learned about this podcast tonight. <laughs> he came, he came out name. to me. Huh? Yeah. No, I was like mouth open, like, okay. sleeping in the front seat. And he come today. Like he, I went out because he was like, "Well, where are they?" And I and I go in the driveway because I was upstairs, like getting Dude, my charger. He literally comes out. He's like, he's like walking. He's like. Every time, every time Tara's, I have an encounter with Tara's dad, I have like this like slight bit of fear in me. He's a terrifying, very like, intimidating man. Also, the nicest man I've ever met. I know, but like, like he he's, he like strolls out and gives me the the like the the roll down the window thing, and I'm like gulp. Good evening, sir. And he's like, okay. So the first time I met Tara's dad, he um. I, on my camera bag, I have pins for a bunch of movies that are, like, really inspiring to me, and I have a Star Trek pin on it, and he goes, what's that from? And I don't tell people I watch Star Trek, because people make fun of me, and I go, oh, it's from, like, a TV show, he goes, oh, that's from Star Trek, and then he goes, come down the basement, and I was like, well, it was a good run. <laughs> Every movie I've seen where they say, come into the basement, you ever played Heavy Rain? 
Uh, I haven't played it, but I've seen gameplay. Okay, there's a part in Heavy Rain where um, girl Madison is her name goes into the basement and the old man kills her with a saw. Thank you. That is that is if you miss the quick time event. Exactly. And then you die. So then you go anyway. So I was like, well, we had a good run, and so I go downstairs and man has a full like Star Trek shrine, and I'm like. That's my hero. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like what I want. Awesome. Do I have pictures of me with like Star Trek actors? Oh like, my so, god. Like, I, Did you show them? No, yeah. I I'll, I can send it to you so you can show your dad. Yes, he would love that. He <laughs> would fucking he would love that and he'd be so jealous of you. Wait, so did you roll down the window? Yeah, tell I rolled down the window. So I rolled down the window. Ralph Ralph um mouth closed opens <laughs> up. He goes Ralph does one of these does his classic <laughs> is, that, is that not exactly that's how so, Ralph wakes that's up? That's so cute. Ralph, that's so cute. You, every time you wake up, you go like anime eyes for a second when you go. Oh. Yeah, you go like super that's like, wide, a puppy. Like, blanking, that's like a puppy. Like a confused white guy. Like, no, it's like. That's exactly what you do, Ralph, every single time. So he goes like, You guys are morons. Did he actually say that? Yeah, and like instantly I was oh like. Oh my god! Instantly I was like. <laughs> I mean, I know that. But like, <laughs> oh my god! Don't kill me. Sir. I'm pretty sure I said. I'm pretty sure I said. I'm gonna fucking ream him out when I get home. Tara, do you know what I said when he said that? I just kind of went like, "Oh, are we?" <laughs> I don't know. What to, I've, I've learned in the. In, I've only met your dad a handful of times. I've learned in those handful of times. <laughs> Yeah. The way to combat your dad's sarcasm <laughs> oh, wow. is also with sarcasm. Yes, I literally. So I'm like, I, I, I straight up went, oh, are we? Oh, my, that's what I, I, I just go like, yes, I'm aware. And just like, go like, oh my God, I can't believe he called you morons. And then the, why, he's dad? Like, he's like, why, I was dad? Watching, I was watching the Captain Marvel and I'm like, I'm like, wait, so is he He talking? hates yeah, Captain I was Marvel. Like, I was like, he's watching the movie or our podcast. Yeah. And then he said, you guys are morons. And I was like, Oh, because we spent that entire podcast being like, Cap was not bad. <laughs> yeah. And like, I watched it again recently, actually. Not as good as I remember it. Oh. But Captain Marvel, like, as my dad, and I, I haven't seen it, but I automatically agree with my dad when it comes to, like, actors and their abilities and stuff. Because, like, he um, always showed movies with um, strong female actors. Because mm. as soon as he realized, like, that was what I wanted to do, but from a very, very young age, he was like, okay, I gotta educate this girl, like, now. Because, like, his whole, his whole, like, parenthood experience was like, I gotta teach my girls, I gotta educate them on the right topics. And that is movies. <laughs> yeah. That's me and, as a parent. And books. <laughs> and ancient Egypt. That's it. <laughs> like, no. But, like, obviously he's taught me that's, a lot of other stuff. That's, and that's me as a parent. I'm like, I'm like, happy fifth birthday, Johnny. Who's ready to watch Aliens? <laughs> <laughs> Who's ready so, to watch Kill yeah. Bill? Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> he showed me, like, um, <laughs> like classical movies, like um, Barbra Streisand, Hello, Dolly. That's when I fell in love with Barbra Streisand. Um, and stop! That's the only reason why people know her. <laughs> no, and, yeah, you so. ever see the Barbra Streisand boxing movie? What? What's it called? It's called like, Prize Winner or something? Million Dollar Baby? Is that it? I don't know. Is yeah, it? that's it. That, no, wait. Is it? Is it? No, wait. I'm going baby on baby. You got me feeling like a million dollars, baby. Brand new Mercedes. Right after this, we're going <laughs> to read out the responses. Ricky, oh, nope, responses. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. Instagram. 
I was gonna say we could do one. How many did we get, sir? We got a couple. We got a couple. Oh, really? Um, no, but your dad. Uh, you what? What did your dad? Main event. That's what it's called. Okay. Um, what did you? What did your father think of um, Captain Marvel? He didn't like it because her acting he, was bad. Her acting was bad, and he he says it that sucks. like. He says that, like, you know, they only hired her because, like... She's famous? She, no, just because, like, she's... Like, if you're gonna cast, like, a female actress, at least hire a good female actress. The thing is, she is, though. She is good. She, she is, is a good actress. She's not She's not great in that movie. She's put on amazing performances. Like, she's been nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Okay, then can yeah. we also talk about the fact that my mom is obsessed with The Handmaid's Tale? Like, oh, that's she made, I she I made me... Seen. I couldn't make it past the second episode. Good book, though. Yeah, like, Good book. and I know this makes me a pussy for not, like, sorry. Like, this okay, makes me, swear. yeah, this makes me, like, a, like, a, yeah, what I said. <laughs> a pussy. Yes, it made me, it made me that. <laughs> Thank you, Ralph. Because, like, I didn't want to watch shows that disturb me. Because, like, when I watch TV, yeah, I, know. I, I want, I want, like, action. I want, like, things that, sure, like, make me think, but don't make me feel, like, either disturbed in my own house, which is why I don't watch horror movies i don't like feeling unsafe in my own house oh, that's I me i don't like that that was me watching chernobyl bro oh he wa- my dad watches chernobyl chernobyl yeah. was one of the best shows i've seen in a very long time one of the most disturbing yeah. things i've seen in a very long time yeah. like i knew all about it because i i'm crane yeah. like so. i'm not gonna spoil too much but like basically at the end of the second um episode like they do they perform female circumcision on huh. a woman uh. and that was that, that was, I, I think so, it should be. I think so, too. And, yeah, like, it's, I know, I know, it was really, I, I my my face was literally like this the whole time. Like, I couldn't, I got up from the couch and I was like, I don't want to watch a show anymore. On the topic and of female circumcision, let's get into the responses. <laughs> yeah. Yep. On that note. Oh, my God. That was God. a sick pivot. <laughs> All right, so. Sorry, sorry to bring that up. It's okay. We got, we got five, four, four responses just for you. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna read them yeah. out right now. So anaram.pay, she's Whoa. asking you. Yes, okay. How is she doing? How are you doing, Tara? I'm doing really well. Um, I was, ex- as some of you know, I was accepted to Randolph College of Performing Arts down in Toronto. Yeah! yeah. Toronto! I, d- I didn't realize this at the time because I knew it was like very elite and they only accepted a certain number of people. But then my mom told me, oh, yeah, they only accept 60 people in Canada. And I, and I was like, oh, oh my God. And Jeez. yeah, cause, so yeah. And so I'm moving past Brock. I dropped out of Brock. I'm working now. So yeah, um, everything's going. Working woman. Yeah, I'm working woman, working for my money. Next and time. yeah, so things, things are going really well for me. That's awesome. Right. So yeah. That's awesome. Uh. Austin J. Paveo, he ah. says, ha ha, old people, exclamation mark, I don't know. If you guys it's because you're old. <laughs> I also 21, 21. agree with what Austin says about old people. Old people are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> My parents are old. <laughs> like, but they don't look old, nor do they act old. Your dad's, yeah, it's true. Both of my very parents few, are in their 60s. Very few you. old people would come up to my car window and say, you guys are old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still mad about that. Like, yo, he came through like chains out. Looking yeah, he, right. he always, ever since like, I was a baby, he always wore those gold chains. It's his Crocs. Like, and I always wear this one. It's my um, my key from Ireland. My mom gave it to me for our 15th birthday. I thought I lost it for a time and then my mom found it and I never took it off since. Wow. Jeez. So yeah. 
obviously like I take it off for like important stuff like doctor's appointments but yeah. like you, you get what I mean you get the fucking gist anyways I get we have a we have our last commenter she comes in with two responses for just for you oh okay she says who is it it's an M <laughs> Oh shit! And it was also Tara's birthday the other yeah, day. Yeah, July second. Uh, so we're gonna sing, let's just sing happy birthday really quickly to Hanan and Tara. <laughs> happy <laughs> birthday <laughs> to you. Cha cha cha. Happy birthday to you. To you. Happy birthday, dear Tara and Hanan. Happy birthday to you. Oh wait, there's another birthday today. Happy birthday, America! Fuck off! <laughs> oh, that that goes with the song too. <laughs> wait, no, really quickly. Before, okay, after we finish up this comment, I want to bring something up really quick. Okay, go. All right. Um, she says, "Why are you so cool?" Me? Oh, yeah. I'm cool. Wow. I really, I'm, I don't want to say like I'm not cool because positive self-talk and that's what I've been telling these guys since high school. I, I think they've taken my advice, at least like a little bit. I don't know what's happening behind the scenes, but we'll see. Uh, but no, you're cool. That's all I have to say. You're cool. Hey. You're the, you're the cool one. Yeah. You're the cool one. <laughs> she has a follow-up question. That's yeah. the last comment for the yeah. day. Wait, can I guess the question? Is it, who is your favorite Gooselums boy? Almost. She says Ryan, Ralph, or Chris. No! <laughs> no, 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 no! Every no, time! Bye, 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 bye! Um, Ralph, oh, 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 I don't like this. It's okay, you don't have to change. You don't have to okay. answer me, baby. So, <laughs> so I'm, since, I, since I still don't know you, like, amazingly well, like these two. <laughs> You're just gonna rule me out right away? I'm sorry! It's like, I don't, I've spent, like, more time it's okay. with them. Ralph, Ralph, it makes you feel better. No! Ralph, don't touch me. <laughs> Ralph, don't no, touch no, me. no, 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 don't no, no, don't do that to me. Don't no. make me live with my mistakes. Ralph, it makes don't make me feel... live with my mistakes. He's walking out. <laughs> He's just like... walk out. Okay, then these are mine. Mr. Smith. <laughs> when she picks, call me back in. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Drop my water. Make um, sure that thing doesn't... doesn't uh, oh, my God. Did he actually leave? He just, just dipped. <laughs> okay, so it's between you two. Um... <laughs> well, like we said, it's a very special birthday today. It's it's July fourth. <laughs> I can't believe no, it. Which means, but also it's, it's it's the only day of the year we can play my favorite YouTube video of all time. Mm -hmm. Happy Fourth of July! Hello, my name is Jeremy Frederick Wilson, but you can just call me Bombadiboo. What I'm is that? Show. It's the That's July 4th interpretive dance. Wait, you have to get to the part where he actually starts doing his dance. Many years before today, our founding fathers, with their signatures, sculpted the greatest nation, as some say. You gotta, you gotta, say. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. You gotta watch the fucking the dance. Damn it, Brian, stop no. showing videos. I can't edit this. Still grows and Imperialist matures. propaganda. What? This, our home, 
this our country that we love. Is he narrating this? Like the young yeah, Republicans in the video. The, <laughs> the men <laughs> who made us completely shows. free of British tyranny. Well, we have one more topic. <laughs> so oh, many. yeah. Cause, oh, uh, just one? Well, Wait, it's gonna it's gonna take. We're running out of time. So. We're running out of time, and this one's gonna take a while. Oh really? So I was like, I was like looking at the time, kind of panicking. Introduce it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Honestly, our longer episodes get more views. There's so. some. Um, yeah. There's there's twenty four hour podcast. Some motherfucking tea. <laughs> oh oh okay. Okay. So basically, I, tea. I got tea for my birthday. Wow. Continue. What uh what, what's what's gonna be our, what's gonna be our uh, our code name for 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 my cousin. Leo? No, no, no. That's that's for my cousin's friend. Um, uh, say... DiCaprio. Uh, <laughs> Rampage for <clears throat> you. <laughs> what, sorry? No! Really what? <laughs> what? I didn't oh my hear God. it! Oh, so sorry, I'm so sorry. I didn't hear it! It's okay, it's no, okay. I, no, I can't repeat it, because, like, that's... <laughs> Door? I thought I heard a door. No, that was his, that was his lab. He was like... <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a door creaking. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to call... Um, we're going to call your cousin... Jasmine. Jasmine? Jasmine. Jasmine. Is it a girl? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Okay, so basically... My cousin, let's call her Jasmine. Yo, let's call the man in question Jafar or something. <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> Go home! Yeah. Okay. Is this audio okay? Yes. Yeah. Okay. My, cousin, my cousin Jasmine, right? She, she, she's been friends with this guy named Jafar. Let, let's call him Jafar. Okay. With this guy Jafar. <laughs> Jaff. For, for the past, like, let's say, like, five years, right? Oh, wow. He actually, he actually made, made a... He was one of the extras in From Now On. Rest in peace. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. Because uh, she, she, brought, she brought him over to film, help fill out the background, you know. It was all good. It was all cool. And we found out his, like, real name, which we're not going to reveal on this podcast. But we but memed the fuck out of him. They yeah. did. It was yeah. so wild. Like, because I, I didn't really know him. So, but the, I was in like all we of their, like, meme yeah, shit. So I, the whole time, they were like, Jafar and I was just like, who the fuck is that? Like, but I never asked because I, I was afraid they'd be like, you don't know who Jafar is. No, but we didn't we didn't know him personally either. We literally just found out. We his, made fun of his name. Like, we found out his name because it was very similar to another person we we knew, and it was like, ha ha, so funny how like, it was that, ha ha. We had new we know another person named Jafar too, so basically, um, Jafar. Jafar has had a girlfriend for the past, uh, I, I don't know how long exactly. Uh, you, you guys might know because you, you have, you have one Snapchat. Yeah, maybe um, like, maybe like half a year? Yeah, six months-ish. Yeah, six months-ish, maybe, maybe a bit longer. Yeah, I think it even happened before Christmas. Mm, no, it for sure happened before Christmas. So that's, again, maybe, yeah, whatever, say seven, eight months. Yeah, okay. Basically, he's had a girlfriend, and a couple weeks ago, he asks, he asks Jasmine, like hey, let's go. Let's let's go to the gym together tomorrow morning. Like they would always do, right? They would always just go to the gym together. Mm-hmm. Fun times. Can't um, wait. Go to the. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I see the. At Shino, goes. To, she literally goes to the gym at five a.m. Shino does. They uh wow, they go to the they go to the gym together. It's all good. Keep in mind, ever since he started dating, um, his um he started dating his girlfriend. Jasmine and Jafar have hung out, like. Literally, like, 
very, very occasionally. And usually the most they would do is just go to the gym together, right? So, a couple days ago we text her. We text her one night saying like, hey, can we talk? Can you? He's, Jafar and Jasmine are in the same friend group. And mm -hmm. Jafar's like, hey, can we talk? Like, like, just don't tell, don't tell the rest of the group this, all right? And then she's like, okay. And she thought he was just gonna like vent to him about something, maybe like relationship advice or maybe some... Vent to some, him or her? No, for, sorry, vent to her yeah. about something. Maybe some relationship advice, maybe some friendship advice, she doesn't know. And he basically said, hey, so, um, like, like, just so you know, this isn't me confessing my feelings for you. Oh, no, no, oh, no, no! Oh, no, oh, fuck. Like, fuck. We're, we're just, we're like, oh, like no. I only see you oh, as a friend, no. we're all, like, like, this is just, like, we're just friends, right? And she's like, yeah? Like, I know that, obviously. Is this in person? No, this is through text. Yikes! 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 So Jafar has been dating. Been dating Jeannie? But no. No, that was my hairdresser's name. Her oh, name really? Jeannie. Yeah, okay, Jeannie. No, let's just stick with Stephanie. Okay. <clears throat> so, um. Fuck me, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> sorry, Tara. No, it's okay, it's okay. Jafar's, uh, <clears throat> Jafar's like, hey, so, like, you know how I got mad at one of Stephanie's guy friends because he was holding, he was holding her hand, right? Okay. And then mm -hmm. she was like, "Yeah," and that's like understandable. That's some from now on shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, and that's understandable if that bound if like like that guy friend was obviously crossing his boundaries or like that you haven't established, mm -hmm. right? And he's like, "Yeah, I feel like, but I feel like I'm I'm be, I'm in the wrong and like I'm doing the wrong thing because I can't get mad at her if I'm doing the same, if I can't get mad at her for disrespecting, for disrespecting me if I'm disrespecting her by going to the gym with you." What? And she's like, Wait, whoa, wait, wait, sorry. <laughs> like, can you run that by me one more time? I just so like, he said, so he was like, the guy friend holding Stephanie's hand. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, that's disrespecting me. Like, that's disrespecting our relationship mm -hmm. because, like, you guys are holding hands and I don't, like, really approve of that. Totally. Right? So he said to Jasmine, he's like, yeah, me going to the gym with you, that's, that's, crossing, that's crossing some lines. Wait, wait, so run that back. Say that again. <sighs> Wait, who's Jasmine told? Wait, what? Jafar. Jafar said told to Jasmine, Jasmine that he can't. He he doesn't feel comfortable going in the gym with Jasmine. He, he doesn't feel comfortable going to the gym with Jasmine because he feels like he's disrespecting his girl. <laughs> You're allowed to have different gender friends. <laughs> Thank you. Like, okay, <laughs> this is such a toxic mindset that people have, and we we live in the year. Mm -hmm. What year? 2019. I have. I have yeah. legitimate receipts. Wait, what if what if what if Jasmine's a uh, fuck? What am I saying? What if Jafar's girlfriend was like, "Hey, I don't feel comfortable with you going to the gym with Jasmine." Maybe that's that's what, okay. Yeah, that's exactly like, what happened. Oh, I, I, that's exactly what happened. She she was like, "I don't feel comfortable with you going to the gym." But instead of you going like, "Yeah, I agree with you. I have been disrespecting you by going to the gym with another girl." You should be like, hey, "Like, no, we were just we've just been friends. Like, reassure." reassure I, I kind of I do understand like um because in a gym setting like you know 
gyms are like kind of sexy. No, settings, gyms you know? are not sexy. But like, at here's all. the thing. Gyms here's the thing. Like here's the thing. The least like, sexy thing. No. Um, Everyone's sweaty and gross. I haven't gone, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, but like, I I don't know. I get it from both sides. I do understand like how why she would feel un uncomfortable with that. I do understand. Um, but on the other hand, I do know like very well that it's okay to have friends of the opposite sex. It's also like, like not a thing. You know, it wasn't a thing that they just start. They started doing while they were dating. It was a thing that they'd done prior, and they've been friends. For five years, for like years prior, mm -hmm. like again, it's like you were briefly saying, like I ever seen. I know, I can see that. Um, it's like you you said earlier. Keep talk, keep talking, right? Um, but like, I understand that she's like, I don't want you going to like the gym with other girls. I can understand why that would be for someone. It wouldn't be an issue for me necessarily. Mm -hmm. But I can understand why for, for someone... It would be a tiny bit of an issue for me. Unless I knew the friend beforehand like, and, like, I developed, like, a well, kind she, of relationship she did with know them. them. She, they did know that they were friends. She did know them. Yeah. But, okay. like, I, he should have... Jafar should have explained that, like, hey, we're friends. This is something we've, we've done. There was absolutely nothing, like, <laughs> happening. I think it was just handled in a really toxic way. Is there more to this story? There is a lot. No! I don't think it, I don't think it's toxic. Well, it can be, like, to a certain extent. Hold on to that. Keep going, brother. I was going to say, this is a really, like, interesting issue, but if there's more. So, so this is his text messages, okay? And he's like, okay, I got to be serious because going back at it, it didn't feel like it was. Because she's like... Who is this? This is Jafar talking. Okay. And because Jasmine had just said, like, like we weren't crossing any boundaries and he's like no like no we were no seriously i messed up and i've been thinking that it was fine all this time but it wasn't and then um jasmine's like like what do you mean like what are you talking about and jafar's like just listen please stephanie felt really disrespected every time we hung out you just name dropped why her. are you like getting no, so I don't into know it that's the fake oh, chris, right. no, chris, oh you're like God. moving your body around yeah. as if you're like getting into character it's I so like, i thought amazing. you name dropped her whole no no, no. Shit. Stephanie felt really disrespected every time we hung out, went to the gym, got dinner at like this like literally not like a not like a super fancy place. It was like a pub, and I don't blame her because to everyone else allowing you to do this makes it look like I wasn't being considerate of her feelings. Allowing you, to, hmm. and I feel absolutely horrible for it. And I feel like all the while I get mad when someone crosses the boundaries with her. I'm not considerate when someone crosses it with me, even if you don't see it that way. To the outside person, it's a big deal. I'm like, I'm an outside person. I do not think that's a big deal. Yeah. People people get food and hang out with people <laughs> who aren't their significant well, other. Well, Amen. I'm like a, a little bit like on the fence about the whole thing because I do understand. Can I just say like Wait, the tiny, okay. tiny, tiny, tiny okay. thing? Like, um, I understand like if he feels like he's not like being the best for his partner and that includes like... Um, going to the gym with his friend, then there's nothing really wrong that he's doing. Here's, I don't the, here's think. the thing: yeah. he's literally been hanging out with her every single day. Mm -hmm. But he didn't know it was a he, problem until recently, though. He he doesn't. He he has been hanging out with his his girlfriend every single day, mm -hmm. and he literally has never seen. He's barely seen his other friends. Only in only in like mm. occasionally. Yeah. She um Jasmine said that she hadn't hung out with Jafar. In like properly in the past like six months. Yeah. And literally like ever since the start of the relationship. Basically, and and then like 
literally the only time they would see each other Sorry. is going to the gym. Mm. And then... Interesting. So... Uh, sorry. It's all good? <laughs> so, so Jafar's like, to the outside person, it's a big deal, and I won't risk losing her by keeping comfortable with you and our friendship. What? So basically he's like, I don't want to be comfortable... I'm hearing ghost sigh in the background. <laughs> Wait, sorry, run that by me one more time. I got distracted by the sound of my own drinking. I won't risk losing her by keeping comfortable with you and our friendship. He basically Ooh. saying, I don't want to be comfortable with our friendship anymore mm. because, because I might lose my girlfriend. I don't want us to not be friends. That's not the message or the outcome I want. I just want us to be clear. There are boundaries and we've crossed them. And I have no intention on crossing them again. Boundary, this goes with the squad too. I know they have nothing against Stephanie, but blank has no intentions. <laughs> I'm sorry. But blank has no intentions on making up making it up with me. Basically, he Jafar had he Jafar had beef with like another person in the friendship, mm -hmm. and I'm not gonna go on my hands and knees and beg for the friendship. It's all just hitting me really hard and quick. But I want it to be serious and clear. That's it. He just straight up said like we're not gonna be friends anymore because now. Mm -hmm. Jasmine, put this in. A, put these. Put the screenshot of this in a Google Doc, and typed out a whole ass response. And by whole ass response, are we talking Shakespeare level? There's a fucking novel. <laughs> Holy shit! There is straight four up pages. Four pages. Oh, a four page response. Like if she had that much to you, say. You, you Peter editor. <laughs> this Jesus Christ. Christopher Bradley Cruz. <laughs> Christopher Bradley Cruz. <laughs> Editing yeah. all the documents because he's that's I'm, I'm like conflicted. I, I only commented about it after. Okay, this yeah. is her response. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm gonna read it. Are you gonna give us a Cliff Notes version of the whole? No, episode? I'm gonna read it. Word oh, word. Okay. sit down. All right. So my bladder hold up. <laughs> Sorry. Also, I have approval from Jasmine about this. Just, just so y'all know, mm -hmm. I, I'm not saying her name, but if she, if she want, if she wants to come on this podcast and like say that it was her, then by all means. But yeah. <laughs> reveal her identity. We can like blur her out. Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm lost for words. I don't want to lose you as a friend, but I don't know if I can continue being your friend after this with the way you're acting and the way you're treating me. I know I promised I wouldn't tell anyone about this, but the fact that you've sprung all this up on me and left me on the verge of an emotional breakdown means I need to talk to someone else about it in order to keep myself sane. I cried for three hours yesterday and twice this morning after reading your messages. I thought everything was sorted out the first time, but then you messaged me all this out of nowhere and half an hour later, and I don't know what kind of reaction you expect from me after saying things like that. I've always tried to see where you're coming from, but this time I honestly can't. The fact you thought it was right to message me all of this already know already shows me how you feel about our friendship. I was so confused, overwhelmed, blindsided, and upset that I couldn't reply last night. The source. And honestly, still am, and don't ever want to reply, but I guess I'll explain to you how much you hurt me by sending these messages. First of all, I have never had any romantic feelings for you. Never have and never will in all my time of existence. You keep bringing <laughs> this up. Basically, he kept, he kept reiterating. He's like, yeah, like, we're just friends, right? And, like, she was like, oh, you're definitely showing this to your girlfriend to, like... Make sure she sees that, like, this. Okay. You keep bringing this up, which I've never even thought twice about, which makes me feel like that's an issue at, on your end rather than mine. At what point did Stephanie think working out equated to someone holding her hand? I'm really trying to think of this from Stephanie's perspective, but I seriously can't construe how me wanting to work out with someone who I've been working out with for years has somehow translated in her mind to me crossing a boundary and having romantic feelings for you. 
I don't understand why this issue came up now out of all times, considering I've barely seen you, spoken to you, or communicate with you over the last three months or so since I've quit her last job, which she worked out with him. And you've been hanging out with Stephanie. And then when she felt when Stephanie felt really disrespected, we literally got we literally got food once, which you suggested when their other friends decided to reschedule because when our other friends decided to reschedule because I said I already got ready. I accepted because I thought you offering meant it would be no issue between you and Stephanie. I don't understand how any of this can be attributed attributed to me. At no point at all did I say Stephanie couldn't come with us. I even kept asking you when you would next bring Stephanie to the gym with us. It was that little of an issue for me. I could literally not give two fucks because I knew what cer what certainty with certainty that again, I have no romantic feelings for you and no ill intentions behind, behind me working out. That's some good reiteration there. Mm -hmm. That was my comment. We've also been friends for five years, so at this point, what did you think, knowing the person that I am, that I would ever disrespect both yours and <laughs> relationship? Also, you doofus! You doofus! Wait, huh? Can you do that one more time? I like spaced like space out for like five seconds. Can you I'm repeat sorry. that thing? We've also been friends for five years, so at what point did you think, knowing the person that I am, that I would ever disrespect both yours and Stephanie's relationship? I'm sorry, I'm gonna bleep that out. It's okay, it's okay, bud. And I feel like, right? Yeah. You a minute? We're good, we're good. Yours and Stephanie's relationship. She also said, also, why would I, Jasmine said, also, why would I be trying to pursue you now when I've literally known you for years when you were single? And then suddenly, like, like I just want to, like, I do, break yeah. up. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Um, your messages imply that I'm the one at fault. Allowing me? Allowing me to do what? You make this sound like it's somehow my fault that I've been coming onto you when I've simply been minding my own business and when you're the one in the relationship. I have nothing to do with the issues going on between you and Stephanie. It's not my responsibility to have to be, the, be even more mindful of my actions than I already am. You and Stephanie said it's disrespectful, as if it's my intention to come onto you through simply asking to work out, which makes zero sense to me. Please enlighten me as to where that came from. I've already been trying my hardest to keep to give you the most space. I've been sacrificing my friendship with you and accepted the distance despite having barely communicated with you because I don't know how comfortable Stephanie is and frankly, it's really offensive and hurtful that you and Stephanie would think this of me. I would never, and I would never intentionally or unintentionally disrespect your relationship because I'm not the type of person. I literally only wanted to work out. If I wanted to be in a relationship, then I would get into, some, into one with someone who is not in one. Also, if I ever wanted to be in a relationship with you, why would I wait until you're single when you literally have been single the entire time I knew you up until Stephanie? Make it make sense. If Stephanie ever felt disrespected by me working out with you or just by me being in your presence, then she should have taken that up with me. I'm not difficult to talk to, especially when it comes to situations I'm involved in. Me going to the gym was for me. I work out with anyone who is willing to. I work out with, insert like a bunch of names here. I work out with blank. Leonardo, yeah. Zach Efron. <laughs> I worked out with you because it was something we always did together. Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fine and harmless because we worked out when you were in a relationship. Hell, even Stephanie came to work out with us. And to reiterate, so this drills onto your mind, as we worked out both prior to and during your relationship, there was never a single ounce of romantic feelings. <laughs> <laughs> And then you basically just told me that you would rather sacrifice our friendship because thinks I'm cross. You I'm gonna keep bleeping it out. Don't worry. <laughs> thinks I'm crossing boundaries by wanting to work out. 
I understand that people have insecurities in relationships, but clearly you don't trust me enough or have enough faith in our friendship, and you're willing to appease Stephanie and her blind insecurity by distancing yourself from me completely. Your messages made me so upset and angry that I literally started crying. Our friendship meant a lot to me. I already told you how I felt about our friendship, about where our friendship was headed when you and blank had a cat falling out. And even then, I still supported you and understood where you were coming from. I don't even know if you considered how hurtful and rude you, you saying these things is to me. You make me feel like I'm the villain, like I should be feeling guilty. I can't even do something so trivial as to attending the gym with you so you won't risk losing Stephanie. If our friendship means that little to you, then frankly, I don't want it. Because Shit. I deserve better than that. Fuck. I don't want to be policed or policied? I guess, I don't know. Every you time. Policed. policed. Every time I want to hang out with my friends. I have absolutely zero clue what led up to this. I've already done everything I could to make Stephanie feel comfortable with me and emphasize numerous times that we're just friends. I get that her feelings about this are valid, but whatever you think you're accomplishing by telling me all this isn't the solution. I've been... Sorry. It's all good. Continue. <laughs> oh my god. I've been nothing but supportive of your relationship with her. I've done so much that I should have had to do. I'm not the one in a relationship. I shouldn't have to censor myself and limit my interactions with someone who has been my friend for more than five years. It's not my responsibility to know the boundaries. These boundaries should have been established way earlier on in the relationship, not eight months in when I've simply been doing the same activity I've, been always, I've always been doing with you, going to the gym. To sum this up, I never had and never will feel anything romantic towards you. All I wanted was to work out. I would never try to disrespect any relationships, whether it's a, it's a friend's or not. I keep analyzing my interactions with you recently and wondering what changed or what boundaries have been crossed, but I keep coming up empty-handed. If you or Stephanie had felt uncomfortable with my presence out of any insecurity within our friendship or your, or your relationship, then it should have been brought up at a relevant time and not at a random one where I'm utterly confused about where you're coming from. And from you basically telling me our, our years of friendship mean nothing over some discourse in your relationship, then it's something we both clearly don't need. I'm pretty forgiving, but at this point, I'm too overwhelmed, anxious, and, honest, and honestly in a terrible mental state to be dealing with this when I have so many other things that are stressing me out and can't afford to break down even further over. I really hope you realize that the way you're going about this is toxic before it's too late. I'm done with this topic. If you have any further concerns worth discussing, then so be it. I won't text you asking you to go to the gym again. Sure. There are also things that Jasmine put after that by mm. saying... Like a PS? Like a, what I could have replied but didn't. <laughs> so do you, want, do you guys want to know that? I guess. Fuck you, bitch! <laughs> Never did I expect that I would end our entire friendship over your relationship. I shouldn't even be having to send you paragraphs. Also, okay, so he, he responded he responded with one of these things. But you guys are better off without me. It's been clear and it hurts knowing it's true. So Jasmine was saying, you keep saying things like this, empty, self-deprecating words to make, you, to make us feel bad for you and to make yourself feel that you're a good, mature, and better person, but you're not. You're selfish, you're immature, and you're a bad friend. Accept it or things will never change. Don't make it seem as if we're the ones giving up on you when you're the one who's, you're the one who's giving up on us. If you contributed to the friendship, then maybe we wouldn't be better off. I've tried so hard giving you relationship advice and giving you the benefit of the doubt, and in all these messages, you're treating me like trash. You took advantage of me because I was always willing to hear you out, 
but I'm done with it. And I realize you really don't care about our friendship at all. I don't know how I can continue a friendship if Stephanie's this uncomfortable with me even being seen with you. This didn't have to be an issue, but you made it into one. You're insecure, and you didn't want to blame yourself for Stephanie breaking down, so you blamed it on me and our friendship instead. Not once in your messages did you say this had nothing to do with me. Instead, you pinned all the blame on me. You would rather make me cry as long as uh, Stephanie is doing fine. I'll bleep it out, it's good. I already, I already respected all the boundaries that were established on my end. If Stephanie broke down in front of you, you could have addressed this in a different way rather than coming to me and putting me on blast, saying things I already know and cutting off almost all contact with me. I'm sorry for her and I keep trying to see things from the other side, but if I was in this situation, I would never ask or expect my boyfriend to stop going to the gym with her platonic best friend of five years, whether it was the opposite sex or not. I would understand that this is an issue that I have to work on, and my boyfriend's duty would be to reassure me, not cut off his friend. This would be different if we hung out all the time and went out and did things one-on-one, -on -one, but that all stopped when you started dating Stephanie, since I understood those things would make her uncomfortable. But I literally see you once every, once every few days for a maximum of two hours. Seriously? I don't know how more distant I can get from you and how distant you expect me to be with you in order for it to be appropriate. At this point, you're asking me to cut off our friendship. You didn't have to do this in order to show you how serious you were about Stephanie, but this was something that you, you and only you came up with because you thought it would prevent you from losing, her, from losing her. Think to yourself, are you doing this because Stephanie explicitly asked you to or because that's what you think you should be doing to make her as comfortable as possible? Trust me, they're two different things and problems have more than one solution. I'm sorry you both are insecure and self-conscious, and I hope you work on your insecurities and establishing trust with one another. Fuck. Dude, oh, she, she, she's just out of fucking ammo. She was really coming for him. She emptied the clip off. I'm really conflicted about this whole thing because I am, I am on both sides. I'm going to check the camera because I'm, yeah. I have had storage problems recently. No, we're good. Okay. Good okay. work. Okay. So I am on both sides. Uh, like, I, um, I'm someone who has more guy friends than girlfriends, and like you guys are all obviously like my best guy friends, and yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and I understand like where Stephanie's coming from, where you like. You see um, your boyfriend, girlfriend with their um, platonic, best, platonic friend. best friend. And sometimes, like, I understand, because how long have they been dating? I think in the thing it's at eight months. Eight, eight months? months? Yeah. And, I you know, like, like up with his Snapchat yeah. mm. and because, like, they've been friends for so long, like, five years, obviously they have, like, a bit of more chemistry, mm. you know, or, like, a bit of a more, like, casual, like, haha, you know, relationship with each other. So, and I've, I've been in her position. I have been. Because, like, my ex-boyfriend, who I'm not going to name, we'll call him Troy. It's Troy Volden. Oh, um, so uh, he had his best friend, uh, we'll call her Hannah. And one day, uh, one night, we were all walking together, me, him, bunch of other friends, and her. And at one point, like, they were holding hands together. And, because um, they were just, like, walking across the road and, like, walking, because they were walking ahead of me. And she was like, hey, and just like took his hand and they, 
you know. And I went up to him and I said, hey, because they had dated for like a month before. And they were both like, yeah, like that's not going to work. And they've been like friend, best friends like ever since. And so to me, like they had a lot more in common than we did. And I brought this up to him. And I said, I feel like you guys are, you know, more compatible with each other. And he assured me, he said, no, Hannah and I are strictly best friends. I have known her for years and years. Um, I love you. You are the one I want. You are the one I love. And I, and I promise you, like, nothing is happening between us. And after a few more months, like, I, I truly did believe it because... Um, Hannah really did, like, bring out the best in him and was, like, a good influence in his life. But I'm also on the side of uh, Jasmine, where, um, you know, some... I will admit, like, hand-holding is, is, like, a tiny bit much, I would, oh, no. I would no, say. no, she, she... Jasmine said that hand-holding was, was a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she was like, hand-holding is a lot, but going to the gym shouldn't... Yeah, I'm definitely on her side where she doesn't want to, like... Going to the gym is a fairly normal thing. Yeah, like, lose her, um, you know, friend friendship over, like, his relationship. But someone uh, close to me once said, because, like, uh, that his friend, who was in a relationship, like, she was, like, contacting him less and less. Because that's, honestly, that's what happens in a relationship. Like, you lose contact with your friends, because at that moment, like, your partner is what matters. Like, your partner does matter to you more than your friends. That's why people, like, forget their friends. It's normal. It is perfectly normal. It's shitty, but it happens. Mm. And um, he was saying things like, because uh, she was, like, going through something. He thought that she was going through something, like, bad in her relationship, but she wasn't responding, so he was like, okay, fine, fuck it. Like, if you want to just, like, like abandon this for, like... Uh, your relationship is fine. Like, fuck me, I guess. And I was like, don't think like that. Like, you don't know what she's going through. You don't know what she's um, experiencing. Like, it's not an attack against your friendship. It's an act of self-defense, you know, because you don't want to lose your partner because you love your partner, but you also don't want to lose your friend. But I completely understand, like, him not wanting to lose his relationship. I really, I really, really do. And But I do get where she's coming from, like, wow, like, everything five years has gone out the window for this relationship that you've had been in for eight months. I mean, like, the thing is, like, the fact that you're willing to lose your entire, not not just one friend, mm-hmm. but, like, she, Jasmine told this to literally everyone else in their friend group, because, like, she was going through a really rough patch, because she's literally about to lose one of her good friends mm-hmm. the past five years. And obviously, they're, they're on, on her side, so that entire friend group just, like, by he's yeah. cut off from that friend group like so the you fact don't that forget he, where you came from he was don't will, ever forget where you came he from. was the fact that he was like he was willing to cut off his his entire base to lose all of his friends for something so stupid like it's go, it's it's not stupid though i, I think it, i think it's pretty stupid a relationship isn't stupid. No, no, like, no. The relationship isn't stupid. Relationship is totally valid, but... I think it's a stupid reason. It's a stupid... The stupid reason, like, because he was going to the gym with one, mm-hmm. of, the, with one of the girls. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's really are, stupid for losing an... Literally, like, I don't know, like, five or so friends. I don't know how many friends are in that. Yeah. I definitely think it should have been um, 
approached differently. I definitely think it shouldn't have been handled in this way. I think that he should have spoken just directly to his girlfriend and said, this is what's happening. Um, uh, and if she just can't get it through her head, basically, that, you know, that she is just a friend and, like, can't get to know her well enough to know, like, yeah, this is strictly platonic and I'm okay with this, then that's on him, you know? It's it's definitely not on Jasmine. It's definitely not Nothing's on Jasmine. Nothing's on Jasmine, but the thing is, he made it seem like it was... She was, like, the one that was, like, pulling him away. Yeah. She, he was, like, yeah, like, I'm allowing this to happen, like... The fuck, like he, I disrespected her. Yeah, literally. Like, come on, no, bro, disrespecting like, come your girlfriend on, is like, saying you look fat in those jeans. <laughs> yeah, no, not but, even saying thick. But my, not my, even saying thick. Just saying you look fat in those jeans. There's like a subconscious thing that he feels that he's not addressing. I literally, think. she was like, first of all, the last time we went to the gym, you're the one that asked me to go. Mm-hmm. I didn't even ask you. So I don't know why Jafar is like. Suddenly pulling this, pulling all this shit. He he responded. To I that. get like realizing mistakes, but it's a little late, bud. Mm. You know, like you've been going to the gym with her for like what years now? He responded. Okay, so this is this is Jafar's response. Okay, do I have to stay for this? Cause I have to pee. <laughs> yes, you do, Tara. Okay. It's okay. We're we're almost done. No. This is all coming out of shock to me too. Up until last night, I had absolutely zero clue or thought that anything was wrong. I absolutely, I absolutely zero clue. Yeah. Okay. But when she broke down in front of me, I saw just how badly I was unknowingly hurting her. In my head, nothing was wrong because the feeling between the two of us was mutual. But she doesn't see it that way. And if I were to put, if I were to be put in her shoes, I'd feel insecure as well. I don't want to lose our friendship. I want to be able to talk to you when shit goes sideways and you the same. When I first messaged you, or when I thought we made it clear, I was being too loose. I wasn't as serious as I should have been, and I approached the situation lightheartedly. Which, first of all, he did not. He, he didn't really. <laughs> but reading Light-hearted, again, I, lighthearted is him going like, LOL's, what's her name, Stephanie? Yeah. LOL, Stephanie wants us to like, she's uncomfortable and I feel like I'm disrespecting her. <laughs> <laughs> no! Like, my favorite thing Bye. Is, my favorite thing is imagining Stephanie breaking down. Like, what, what are you saying? <laughs> Babe, you're disrespecting me? Because you're going to the gym with her? She's holding his she's holding the other guy's hand while she does it. Babe, we're supposed to get ripped together. <laughs> we're, we're supposed so- to get fucking swole. <laughs> we're supposed to be skinny legends. Ew. I mean I am a skinny legend. I'm literally, I'm literally like a hundred hundred ten. That healthy? No, that's not healthy for my for my age. How about your height? Because I call it also the yeah, I'm five, yeah, height, yeah five. BMI and shit, yeah. When I have, okay, but reading it again, I knew how serious the situation was. That's why I messaged a second time. It's my responsibility to set the boundaries. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that? I thought I did. I don't deserve this friendship. I want to fight to keep it, but at this point, I feel like I've squeezed the last bit out. Oh. Oh my god. Okay. What? You know what? What? I draw the line. You oh, yo, Ghost Knight's about to go off. Maybe you don't want to hear anymore. I wouldn't blame you. But if I'm serious with Stephanie, then this is something that has to be done. If it doesn't work out and I'm left alone, then that's what will happen. Yo, bro, straight up, if they, if Jafar and Stephanie break up, he literally has no one. It makes absolutely. Is he gonna crawl back? Literally, he's gonna crawl back. That's his entire friend group. 
And he cut them off? He literally lost all of them because of this. Never cut off your friends, regardless of your relationship. Never cut off your friends. Don't ever forget where you came from, kids. Don't ever forget where you came from. That's what will happen. Don't forget who made you. Never gonna forget you, you, Ralph. But I'm sorry. (laughs) I know you're gonna thrive with or without me. Yo, this man man keeps, like, trying to, like, make himself look... Like, I'm sorry, but you'll thrive without me? Like... That's so... And it'll suck not being there. And I know this will mean I lose everyone on the, everyone else in the squad. But you guys are better off without me. It's been clear and it hurts knowing it's true. Huh? That's so, Fuck you! That's so manipulative. It is really manipulative. Well, it's his fault for backing him up, himself up into that position. It's so... Uh, like, this could have been handled so it could. He could have handled it. fishing for, like... Like literally, like not compliments. He's yeah, fishing he's for like. For um, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Don't, 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 say, don't, that. don't say that. We, we like are, when you guys talk shit about yourselves, I'm always like, no, stop it. But we, like, we, 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 we're gonna miss you so much in this friend group. No, literally, we're gonna miss you. Whoa, like, that would have been like. No, literally. If they said we'll miss you, like fuck, that's. No, you think, you think he no, was just like? Say it. Think afterwards he was like, huh? Stop. Literally. Literally, What's up? Jasmine, Jasmine, uh, sh- like sh- obviously showed the shit what happened with the rest of her friend group, and like a bunch of them were like, okay, block. Really? Like, yeah. Shit. Dude, get you a friend, <laughs> man. Yo, er, er, Jasmine's fucking friends are loyal as hell. Literally. So then Jafar noticed that one of his friends blocked him, so he he messaged him, right? He messaged him. Let's name him. Uh, uh, Steve. 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 Okay. Steve. Jaf- so Jafar Steve messages. from Minecraft. So Steve blocks Jafar. Jafar notices. So Jafar messages Steve on Facebook. He's like, hey, like, like, you, I, I guess you know what happened. I think you only heard one side of the story. So can, can you come over and let's just talk, okay? <laughs> and Jasmine was like, what do you mean one side of the story? I literally showed them the text messages. That's Ooh. literally both, that's both Yikes. sides. Yikes. Did Steve so, put up a bedrock wall after so, that? So Steve <laughs> build a wall. <laughs> no, Steve. Um, so Steve goes to goes to Jafar's house, sits down with him, <laughs> and he's like, Steve's like, okay, you talk first, cause uh, oh wait, no, first uh, this 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 is actually really funny. So first Steve's like, okay, I'm gonna go to Jafar's house. Jasmine, can you send me? Can you send me the Google Doc so I can study? Study? Man, studied? <laughs> Yo, I'll get you a guy. Holy Ew. shit. He, he, so, um, Jafar texts Steve, like, hey, are you here yet? And Steve's like, yeah, yeah, sorry, I just got lost. Meanwhile, he's in the driveway, like, looking at his phone. Legendary. <laughs> what a move, reading, reading the Google Doc. Good guy, man. Um, then... So they, they sit down. Steve's like, okay, you talk first, because I'm just going to start yelling at you if I talk first. So Jafar tells his side of the story, which is essentially exactly what he said in the text messages. Some real dumb shit. And then, so Steve just goes off, like, how dare you do this to Jasmine? You know she's going through all this shit, like, right now. She's, she's going through all this stress from school and, and stuff, and you put all this on her. <laughs> he like, got so mad. He was like, "You're." <laughs> oh my god! That's literally like a kid thing. He starts. No, no. Steve was doing. He was getting that mad at at uh, Jafar. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Dude, he's like revving the motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally like a kid thing. Like, 
You but it's a power it, move, man. It is, it is a power move. It's, it's like good. make yourself seem bigger. It's some animal kingdom. Oh my shit. god! Fuck so your Legion chest in, up. In Jafar's house. Yeah, in Jafar's house. Dude, the fucking house is like shit. Shit. No, literally, like his brother's like in the basement, and he's like, he's like, wait, wait, like. Like it's okay if I'm if I'm loud here, right? Like no no one's gonna mind. And then Jafar's like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. You can. So so it just continues on. It's so fucking funny. That's like a fucking comedy movie. Dude. <laughs> Wait, it's okay. Like I can yell. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Oh yeah, man, go 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 off. Okay. Motherfucker! <laughs> oh oh. Is it good? Is it good, Chris? Did we lose it? Let's stop. No. Stop. When did it stop? Uh, I don't okay, know. like I'm sorry, but like. Give me a second. Hey guys, welcome back. <laughs> we had a quick break. We had yeah. a quick break because uh, one, the audio, the video stopped recording. <laughs> R.I.P. And, and two, I had to pee. Yeah. So. Two very the, the, important. The first cut in a in a no one's gonna listen podcast. But literally, it's just about to end. So. Okay. Final thoughts about this. <laughs> Yo, fuck don't him. forget. Yo. Don't forget where you came from. Uh, be honest and truthful in your relationship. Don't blame your friends for your shortcomings and just don't forget who made you and don't forget who your real friends are. Ralph. Yo, Stephanie, like, did him dirty for, like, holding the hand in the first place. And then, like, I don't know. And then you're gonna get mad over, like, some stupid petty shit that's not even, like, a real issue. Like, you're focusing on the wrong thing here. Really mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of jump off what Ralph said. Um, I think you're not, I'm not really, fo- I'm not gonna say focusing on the wrong issue. I think it's you're not looking at the bigger picture here. You're getting mad about the small petty shit. And you're not looking at the bigger picture that you're now losing your closest friends mm-hmm. because you're you're doing this because of this really petty shit you shouldn't really be getting mad about, and. Again, if this was handled differently, I don't think we'd be talking about this right now. If this was just, hey, Stephanie doesn't like that we're going to the gym, and then you can talk it through, mm-hmm. the man had to come out and go, I've been disrespecting her. <laughs> <laughs> this and I feel com- horrible. This has been completely. I feel horrible. I feel horrible. We've been crossing some lines. And we've, also, been cr- we've been crossing some lines. We've been crossing some lines. Jasmine's like, what do you mean? I literally, like, you didn't tell me that I was crossing these lines. Like, I thought this was all Dude, good. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, if she, like, a, um, near the beginning of the relationship said, like, th- if he had said, like, hey, I feel like we're, like, crossing some... I feel like Jasmine would have been, like, okay with not, you know... Or I at least they would have talked it through and yeah. figured out... Maybe I don't know. Because it was the beginning. It would have been the beginning. But no, this is, like, eight months in. Also, you could have easily just, like, you know, slowly phased out the working out together. You could have yeah. just, like, not texted her, you know? Or if she texted you, just go, like, oh, yeah, sorry, like... Or reiterate to your girlfriend that going to the gym platonically is, not is, different, <laughs> is different than holding someone's hand. Yeah. Dude, and then, and then the, the whole... I'm gonna leave the friend group. They clearly... I'm gonna leave the friend group. Most of those people in the relationship, Jafar and Stephanie, clearly have, like... I love how you just keep calling him casually Jafar. They both have really bad insecurity issues. And, like, everyone, a lot of people have insecurities. It's fine. But, like, that's... That level is... That level is, like... Up there. It's not good. It's to the point where it's, like, it's toxic. It's, like, toxic. Not I think it's toxic to their relationship. It's it's extremely toxic. And to their friend. And to, like, friendship 
the, like, people it's around it's toxic. It's, it's a toxic it's mindset. It's literally a toxic. I think like in some in some cases, like some are very valid cases, but like in some cases, you just have to like get over yourself. You know, like if you're if you're like someone who can't look past the fact that they have like um, an opposite sex friend, if they known them for years and you can't get over that fact, then you need to get over yourself. But like other cases, of course, are different. But you know. Babe, we were supposed to get ripped together. We were supposed to get fucking swole. <laughs> you weren't just my boyfriend. You were my spotter. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Speaking uh, of spotters, we're done this week's episode. And you can oh, check us out wait, on how, Spotify. What does that have to do with ah! It's been lit. Cowards, thank you for watching, as you do every week. Bridger Bear, hope you comment next week if you're listening. I wish I could burp into this microphone, but I literally, I can't make anything come out. If I do, I will vomit. Okay, well, um... So we're not gonna do that. Thank you. Next episode, Ryan's hosting, and then after that, it's our comment episode. So Guys, have me back on again. This is lit. Yes, please. This is so fun. Keep those comments coming, because... Because we only got one comment last time. Shout out Tara's sad. dad. Yeah, shout out Sean yeah. Kennedy and Sheena Kennedy <laughs> and Chris. Chris Gosai right over there. Yeah, Chris Gosai, thank you for uh, being our moderator this week. We'll, if we, we'll put your Mario Maker level in the description below. Yep. Um, thank you for coming out. Who's, who's, on, who's on here? Yeah, who were we? Who were we? I was Ralph Ramos. Why do you look like an egg? <laughs> <laughs> it's my natural state. I was... Is egg. I have reached my final form. Infant. I, I I was I was I was mad at at Jafar. You were my spotter. <laughs> that that kills me. That kills I, me. That was good. I was Ryan Fisher. Tara, who are you? I'm I'm Tara Kennedy. I'm great. Have a great day, cowards. See cowards. Same goose time. Same goose time. It hasn't been the same goose time. It hasn't been the same goose time. It's all good.